imaginary circus that is Fumble Through! Fumble Through! A podcast that lives its life to see how many halfling monks it takes to change a light bulb. The answer is just one because he knows that change comes from within. It's that time again to break out those dice trays, crack open that fresh set of new dice and redesign those character sheets as we sit down at the table of imagination. Once again, we prepare to get back to the adventures of Miles, Flopsy and Reg. But before we get to that... So make sure you follow us on Facebook Twitter and Instagram, but we're going to start doing this thing where I'm going to get you guys to do a, a, a task every week. So this week, go on to Apple people. Apple, Apple, music, podcasts. Apple, Apple, music, podcasts. Apple podcasts. Go on to Apple podcasts and leave us a review. Oh, yeah. Go, There's go some good reviews meetings. there already. I did one. <laughs> <laughs> so every week we like to roll around some geek themes and concepts to get us into the correct headspace to play. And this week is no exception. If you'd like to join the fun and games of all the dicey question goodness and either answer a question or give us a question that we can discuss, head over to social media, message us, and don't forget to use the hashtag DiceyQuestions. This week's Dicey Question is, if your character was part of a circus show, tell us the stage name that you would use and describe your act. Okay, I got this. Miles the Magnificent, and he'd be a hypnotist. <laughs> oh. Just go to sleep, go yep. to sleep, go to sleep. And sleep. Yep. I, I got one. I got one. Mine would be uh, Reginald the Rocket, and I'd get fired at the cannon. Oh. I reckon fantastic flopsy fire breather extraordinaire as he throws bombs all around himself and doesn't get burnt by any fire. I think it'd be something like that. I like the alliteration that you uh, that you guys came up with very, very quickly. <laughs> I wonder if there's a better circus moment for Flopsy's disregard for humanity, though. <laughs> Just bombing the crowd. <laughs> yeah. I'm standing in the middle of all these people. Magnificent Miles, can you put them to sleep while I burn them to death, please? <laughs> oh, I always- now, shoot the little Reginald into these dead people. <laughs> I always thought Flopsy would be the clown. Oh, tears of the clown. Send in the clowns. <laughs> Where we left last time, you had just done battle with a small horde of zombies who drove you into this nearby room to tend to your wounds and catch your breath. Now that you have a light, you begin to actually see around this room a little better. And you can see that this once a storage room, presumably for something like cured meats, this area has now been converted into a prison slash torture chamber. The inside door has been reinforced with iron bands. The walls have been fitted with anchors for manacles and chains. In one corner of the room, some members, Saloni included, are already uh, working on freeing the only prisoner, a small gnome, bearing cuts, burns and bruises of torture who's whimpering in utter sheer panic at the entrance of you guys. While your his restraints are secured to the wall, there may be some items of use amongst the work table in here if you need help to, to get them off. Even at a cursory gl- glance, you can see on top of the uh, table, there's instruments of pain and torture that seem to be well cared for, oiled, sharpened, well uh, well maintained. Scattered around some of these tools are bits of wood, nails, chains, and other items that may be put to grisly task. So this gives you a bit of an idea of around the surrounds that you're in. The bigger picture here, though, for me is what state are you guys in right now? Like you ran in here. There's still a zombie outside that's alive. You you did dispatch most of the zombies, but you kind of came in here in not such a good way. So where what are you guys sitting on in terms of hit points and stuff? Before we do that, can I just clarify how big a small gnome actually is? He's just a small gnome. Okay. Same size as you. It is a he, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, it is. A gnome is the same size as- I thought halfling yeah. is slightly bigger than a gnome. I yeah, thought a gnome like- was smaller on the average sizes. Oh, I thought it was- They're about the same. I thought they're about the same, yeah. But you're stockier. No, oh, okay. It doesn't matter when we're all lying down no. in space. Um, Gnomes have bigger penises. Halflings are definitely taller when you're lying down. <laughs> all the elevensies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Okay, who wants to go first? Well, Flopsy's fine He's got His health is fine He's just <laughs> Resource well, well, he didn't get in that battle, right? He was doing all the other Messing around 
And we did some wand work at the end of the last episode. But we just got through the door. You literally got through the door, slammed the door shut, and so we uh, Reggie and we stopped. is looking battered up. We did some wand work at the beginning of that's the last right. episode. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. That's correct. <laughs> yep. So, Reg-, Reg-, Reg is looking rough as. Okay. Really, really rough. What about Miles? Miles would also be bleeding profusely from no- n- numerous gashes and bite wounds, and he'd be like, Saloni, stop trying to free that prisoner. Have you not seen the puppet so puppet show saw? He's probably part of it. <laughs> the puppet show. The puppet show. The puppet show. I don't I don't think Hi everybody, <laughs> chop your arm off. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't see you doing that real well as a play, but a puppet show, you know. The pantomime Judy. The pantomime saw. You could do it as a play, you just have convicts. True. Even Saloni's probably so British of you, Luke. <laughs> Even Saloni's pretty beaten up at this point mm. as well. So Flopsy's probably the uh, the least uh, affected, other than Tippy in the room, uh, in terms of of hit points and damage. Yeah, Tippy's doing great. <laughs> <laughs> sitting, on my, sitting on my shoulder, like tweeting away, <laughs> dropping some cogs. Oh, I've got cog all Oil. down the back of my shirt. Oil and cogs <laughs> out of the clogacker. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I actually like that one. <laughs> so the the real question here is what what are you guys going to do? You're inside this room, you've barricaded. What's what's the next tactic? Flopsy's got a very clear agenda. He doesn't care about other people being hurt right now. He's just going to do a very quick assessment of the room and try and make some intelligence checks on what's doing. Is this something about the people getting eaten or fed to the lord that Tilly talked about? Just wants to make sure Everything's in check. Make sure he does a good perception check mm-hmm. and that no one else can come in and that the door is secure against entry. All right. So just do a, a bit of a search around looking for, I'm assuming that this search is part of looking for secret doors or looking just, for entrances know, and all that kind of stuff. Can uh, Little Rage give you a hand with that? If that's what you want to do right now instead of physician heal thyself, you may. Yeah. Miles is going to uncork a potion. <laughs> I, I assist. All right, so you start to look around the room. Just give me a perception check. 22. Uh, uh, the, you're, as you're looking around, you don't see anything other than that. That What I described is yep. fairly much the, the room itself, but you're looking around the table for things of use and you find a wand. Oh, he will do a detect magic spellcraft check, mm-hmm. identify this thing. You might also want to do a, an alchemy check for the uh, flask that you see. You're, you're, you're fairly confident you know what this flask might be. Okay, so he'll do a full detect magic around the room. There's yep. two magical items and he'll identify them. You identify the, what was your check for identifying the wand? 27. 27. It is a wand of cure moderate wounds with 16 charges left in it. Jeez. You also find uh, a cure light wounds potion and a vial full of acid that you like may think acid flask. You may think can be used as an acid flask. Okay, but other than that, the room the room itself is is securable. Like I guess if you are if you are looking in here, this room seems like it could be a good place if you want to rest up. You might be able to uh, jimmy the door with the tools that are inside of here, um, jam the lock, and you even think that actually that zombie outside might be a help rather than a a hindrance in terms of hearing if somebody's coming, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, Reginald, there's this wand here. You might want to use that to uh, assist yourself and the rest of the party while I see to this gnome on the wall. Oh, all right. Thanks, mate. This one's a cure moderate. It's uh, a, a good Little powerful little thing, only 16 charges, but use them if you need them. I just drank a potion and I got an eight, so. There's another one here if you like it. Replace that potion with this one. Take the cure light. I've got another one as well, but the cure mod is that 2d8 plus three. Oh, yeah, boy. Okay, little Reggie's gonna have a little. uh, So, so, Lady, would you like a potion if Miles already has one? Would you like this one? Sacrebleu, I'm not doing well. Yes. Reginald will heal you, but take this potion just in case, eh? All right. So you spend a little bit of time t- healing up. Just mark off the, from the wands what that does to get you guys f- back at full health. And then we are back to a point where you guys have to figure out exactly where you are. Like I'm also assuming that you're fairly tapped out here as well. You're fairly oh, yes. much uh, in a position where can you can you continue this? Flopsy's got a little tiny little bit of spell 
energy left in him, but not much else. And once that's gone, you know how effective he is in battle. Miles can probably keep going. Um, I got one spell left. It's a big one. So I'm happy to keep going if you guys are. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Little little Reg is um, slightly tapped out on the old magic as well. But what he's remembered is he's got a nice little bit of kit in his bag that he hasn't had out for a little while. So he's going to upgrade himself to his double camo on a chain. Oh, nice. Mm. He's more interested in this gnome on the wall, though. All right. Saloni, by this point, has freed the elf. She started doing that when you first got in here, um, attending them and pulling. So she's kind of broken through some of the locks. She's grabbed some of the tools and started soaring through. So the uh, manacles start to fall off. She she slumps this small dwarf on. uh, You've gone gnome elf dwarf. (laughs) Walk into a bar. (laughs) You think one of them would have seen it. Yeah. So, and then she tends to the uh, to the gnome. She sits the gnome down, and he he kind of calms down a bit. And you can see her just trying to be tender and calm him down. Uh, Rachel, maybe a hit on that wand for this one. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. What the new one? No, 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 no. <laughs> Four. So you walk over and you t- you tend to the wounds of the uh, of this person. Hello. Um- What's your name there? My name's Jorick Afton. It's a pleasure to meet you, Jorick. Um, under unusual circumstances, what? Uh, t- tell us how you got into this predicament. Uh, I, I was working in the lumberyard for the guild, you know, and and then two coppers came and they started breaking things. When I tried to stop them because no one else was around, you know, they, they cracked me over the head. And when I woke up, I was here. I've been I've been here ever since. You know, it's it's. I've had a real rough time. What have they been doing to you here? In in the beginning, they would talk about sacrificing me. So someone named Skellsgag, Skells, Skells something. But but then all of a sudden, everything changed, and they just they just started hacking on me, just getting joy, in doing 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 this and he he breaks down a little bit more and you can see he starts to shudder and some and then he pulls himself back together the the lady i think her name was uh mistress tilly they called her that mistress tilly she, she got angry and and she was she was taking it out on me she kept talking about me being more useful in the future Yes, yes. Well, you can console yourself. Well done on pushing that emotion right down. Well done. That's good. Keep it, <laughs> keep it very much in the present here. Tilly's dead. You'll be happy to know. And um, it's our intention to see you safely out of this place, if you can do what you're told. And- you're, you're here to free me. Yes, sir. We are actually members of the watch. The people that you saw were fake imposters, if you will. <laughs> Thank you. Now listen here, mate. I'm not going to lie to you. It's going to be pretty tense getting out of here. So you need to be following instructions. Stick with us. We'll I, look after you. I can do that. I, I, whatever you need. My suggestion is to stay five foot behind me to my right, and if I say step back, step the bloody hell back. So don't worry. If you're five feet behind him, you're well out of the well out of the trouble. <laughs> right. Have a little bit of time. Rest up. Have some water. Get yourself together. But we've got to move on soon, or we're going to rest up here. I, I'm happy to move on. You guys. No, I don't think it's going to be safe for us to rest up for too long, Flopsy. Okay, well, let's... They know we're here. That they do. Do they? Yes, yeah. because someone unopened all these doors, remember? Unless it was this guy, and then he shackled himself to the wall. Quite That's frankly, a... Flopsy, I don't want to spend much time in this place. Uh, if I can help it, let's yep. just get Fair out enough. of Dodge here. Right. How are you, Saloni? You were right to carry on? Uh, I should be a fan. I, I am all out of the healing, but I do have uh, my weapons, the rapier and the dagger. You've really given yourself a hard time here. Two different accents. <laughs> Wait till we get them in the room with a goblin. What was that guy's the gnome's name again? Sorry, the Ringo. No, no, sorry. The gnome's name was Jorick Afton. He announced himself as the last poor Jorick. Oh no! Uh, you want me to go out there? Yes, if you stay behind me, unless you want to stay here. What? What about all of them? They will be out there. Yes, we're going to take care of them. Have you killed them all? Not Some all of them. Do you, would you rather stay in this place of pain or come out with us with a chance to live? What? Who, who, you've killed the man. What the one man? in the watch uniform, you've killed him. Tell, tell me who you've seen and how many of them there are out there. there there's, a, there's a woman. So she comes in, she's the worst. She, she, Tilly? She, she, she made me beg her for death. 
Is that the Tilly lady you talked about? Yes, the mit- the mistress. All but, right. but Tick the her wor- off. She's dead. But even <laughs> even the worst one. <laughs> Tick her off. <laughs> Love it. The worst one you say. Even worse than that. There's the one that captured me. I didn't notice at the time, but but he's got some kind of uh, some power. It's it's in his head. He can control people by the by the looks of things. He he looks like he comes from Cheliax. Describe you know, this man. You know, dark hair, pale skin. But he's wear he wears his watch uniform, and he comes in here, and he and he takes his nightstick. They 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 call him Vernhard. Ah, uh, Vern. He can make uh, people do things they don't want to do. I think we've met this man. He likes things in order, as my recall. This is Vern, who we met at the front door when we came in and went into his office. Remember? Ah, uh, very well put together, man. Everything in order. Right. I knew I didn't like that guy. Talks in an accent, kind of like this. Is that him, Yorick? Yorick? That's what he sounds like. Great. I think, yeah. yes. Anyone else you've of note? They're, they're, they're the only ones that they, they come in here, but they talk about Skell's gig. Yes, yes. We've heard about this Skell's gig. Any ideas on I what don't that want is? To be, I don't want to be sacrificed. You've, you've killed whatever that is. It, se- it seems like they're more afraid of that than they are of anything else. We're unclear on what a skills gig is or how or where it might reside. We're here with you now and uh, have made our way through some zombies and some goblins. There are still some zombies out there. Can, can you get me out? Uh, I think if we can get out, you can come with us. Are you good with a bow or an axe or a, is there something that you might be able to assist us with, with a chop or a bang or a kick or a hit? I'm a, I'm a carpenter. Great. So an axe, so an great. Axe, great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you're familiar with a carpenter, but a hammer would probably be better. Or a chisel. Yeah, a chisel. Give him the dagger. <laughs> Perhaps a saw. <laughs> <laughs> Told you, saw. Uh, yeah, you just stay behind us, sir, and we'll get you out of here. I mean, if you really want to be helpful, mate, you can just, when I'm fighting somebody, just get to the opposite side of where I am. It's in like a flanking position. That'd be really helpful. <laughs> with a dagger. <laughs> with a dagger. So, you know, you know how you guys walk around the world and, and you see... This is a commoner. This is not a combatant. This is not. This looks like somebody who would. Uh, so this is a standard ten stat line all the way down. This would. This would definitely be someone like you. Look at them and you're like, you can tell he can't handle himself. In he's a, been asking to level up for like twenty years. Yeah, in a, in a Hans Gruber. Well he's a is. young guy, so he hasn't. You know, he's he certainly is is not a not combat ready. Even mm. looking at him, he's he doesn't. He looks soft. Base ten stat line. I've had a barbarian that's been worse off than that. <laughs> you just stay in your flopsy, mate. You'll be fine. All right. Thank, thank you. Thank you. And he takes another sip of the water and Saloni kind of gives him a little bit of rations from her pack and gets him something to eat and puts a, puts a cloak around him to cover up his nudity. Hey, Miles starts stretching. He's like, okay, first point of order. Reggie looks to uh, Miles and says, no splash damage. First point of order. Can't promise anything. No, I'm worried about me. I mean, on the noom. First point of order. <laughs> we have another zombie out there. All right, let's do it. We'll let it come into us, right? Let's not go to it. Open the door, surround it, smash it. Yep. Them surrounding us is not the ideal position, right? Correct. Quaint. Great. Just one? Because it's just one. I kind of lost count. I got a bit hazy. Either I got way, up let's pretty stay bad. this side of the door and let it yeah, come yeah, in yeah. five foot yep. at a time. There may yep. be two. I can't remember either, but I'm pretty sure there was at least one. All right, who's opening the door? I'll open the door. You guys hit the I'll stand about it, right? 10 feet back. If Saloni and you are in the flanking position either side of the door. Cool. And then Miles and I. I'm the bait. <laughs> Great. I like it. <laughs> um, Jorik, end of the room there. Stay in the corner. Stay safe. Is there a table he can hide under or something like that? There was, wasn't there? So he he moves it out of the way. I- Saloni moves up to one side of the door. Who's on the other side? Well, yeah. So, I, so I think Miles was going to open the door. Sorry. Flopsy was going to open the door. Um, Reggie and, and Sloney were going to be in a flanking position out of side of the door, but away. So I'm hoping to. Miles is going to have his gas bow drawn ready yeah. as, as soon as the door mm-hmm. opens. If there's a zombie on the other side, straight okay. off. Perfect. So you're how far away from the door are you going to stand, Reg? Because Saloni wants to stand right next to the door. Yeah. As, oh, the, okay, as the zombie so- moves in, that five foot square, that's where you should be either side of it. Oh, okay. Bang, bang, as it steps into the room. Bang, bang, into the room. 
I was going to be about 10 foot back, so as soon as it comes in, I can sweep it out with the camera at range. So you guys get into a position, you you get ready, Flopsy flicks open the door. It takes a, a couple of seconds before you see a, a shambling creature from outside in the well-lit room into the dark corridor. See where you are. I assume somebody makes a bit of noise to draw its attention and the zombie comes shambling through. Can I get some initiatives, please, just so that we can uh, put this into an order? Flopsy, what'd you get? 18. Oh, that's very good. Miles. Uh, Reg. 14. Miles. 15. Always that one better. So Um, only five plus. uh, Cooly magooly. So you hold for the moment. Um, that gives everybody but Saloni a chance to act. However, even even with that, it's not a surprise round or anything. So you guys are all waiting in ambush. This zombie just moves straight into the room, provoking an attack of opportunity from you, Reg, and from you, Saloni. Um, Miles, you've got your gas bow out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What'd you get, Reg? Okay, so Reg does an 11 hit. With flanking. Does a 13 hit? Yes, it does. I don't fumble. Oh, <laughs> that's not good. I was waiting there. Oh, I'm like, no. oh, no, come on, please, please. That's not great. I heard the two rolls. I was yeah. like, oh, this is over. <laughs> so Loney's uh, rapier strikes out very quickly. Can you roll me a D6 of damage, please, somebody? Four. Four points damage. With that, the zombie gets taken through the eye, slumps to the floor, and just <laughs> You guys had beaten the crap out of this zombie pretty hard before, uh, before it even Just listen to see if there's any more brains outside. There's not brains inside. Perception check? Yep. Uh, 22. Yeah, you don't hear anything. Cool. Let's go. Anybody else doing a perception? I think we're good, boys. Let's move. 19. For miles. No. Okay. So you don't, guys don't hear anything further. Does Flopsy think there's anything of value on these zombies, or are they just in rags and tatters? They're in rags and tatters. They're right. not. They're not. They're certainly not. Uh, they're not dressed up in any way. They're, you think they were at some point dug up from a cemetery, so they're pretty raggy. Right. Okay. So let's drag them into the room, shut the doors, so people don't walk across them in the corridor, mm-hmm. just in case. Yep. Cool. And then shut the doors and carry on. Certainly. So, when you want to carry on, do you want to keep going around the L-shaped uh, room towards the area? So, you can go back from whence you came, which was near the cold room, back into that room with the, the slime pits in them. You can go into the chapel room where you fought Tilly, uh, the mistress, or you can go around the corner from where it looked like a lot of the zombies had popped out of a door. Remember the door opened and then the zombies came? You haven't been that way yet. Let's go that way. Let's see yeah, let's go Zombie door. Okay. You move around, just marching order. I'm assuming, Reg, you're going first. Yep. And then it, do, where do you want Saloni in this whole order of uh, Probably walking? second. Okay, so Miles. it goes Reg, Saloni, Miles, Flopsy. Then you're going to put Jorik at the no, back? Jorik when we're walking just in front of me, and then if we get into okay. battle, just behind me. Perfect. Oh, are we, what's the light level? The light level in here, you would have to have your own light. Tippy's so got his it's, high beams yep, on. Cool, yep. cool. Unless uh, at this point, the only the only time that there was light was in that chapel room. Okay, yep. So everywhere else is pitch black. You move around to where the door was opened. The smell of rot from these zombies is quite powerful in this room. And you, you walk in. Carved into the floor of this room is a large circular arcane symbol that's marred beyond recognition by scorch marks and deep rends. Though there's little left to fathom what this symbol once was, the room itself lingers with the remnants of that greasy feeling that you're all really familiar with, as though something very powerful has been at play here and the energy left behind has been slow to pass or to eep away from the room. Dominating one wall of the room is a picture of a wolf-like creature with large clawed hands instead of paws, almost a human-like face rather than a wolf itself, um, but it is on all fours. Around the creature are depicted various undead in supplication, holding victims that look ready for the sacrifice. The creature itself has blood dripping down its jaw as if it has just uh, gorged itself on one of the victims. Beneath the picture is a clipped and spidery script um, that are in a set of uh, symbols that seem to create a word. You might need linguistics for this. Um, is there anybody here who speaks infernal? <laughs> nope. 
Not uh, infernal, no. Okay. So you don't. Yes, I do. You do? <laughs> yes, I do. As soon as you, you look at that, that spidery script, um, you recognize it as being in the language infernal, and it simply says the word Skells gig. That's him. That's the Skells gig. That looks, and it would seem those claws would be consistent with the murders, and he's been out rampaging and getting victims. I, I thought, yeah. in, Skel- sorry, I thought Skells gig was meant to be a ghoul. I thought we were after a internet. werewolf. What's going on? A girl? Skell gig's a girl? <laughs> yeah, keep it in your pants, Lindsay. <laughs> In in one side of the uh, the room, you also see a pile of bones that look like they've been gnawed upon. The marrow's been sucked out of them. You can see bite marks as if something's cracked into them and that has just ripped the bones apart. You know, they're fibrous when they crack. Um, yeah, something has chewed these bones back to and sucked every bit of nutrient that they can and then tossed them into a pile. Amongst that pile, you can see like bits of rags and that kind of stuff as well. Detect magic. Yeah, Fox is going to detect magic and try and put together what this room is used for. Mm-hmm. He's got a thought that this is a summoning room and where Skell's gig might be brought to be fed things and then they can't hold him here for long. He's going to try and verify that. Detect magic, anything? Nothing. Intelligence check for the use of the room or the symbol on the floor? or The symbol on the floor is so marred and burnt and crazed, it's it's almost impossible to uh, to detect exactly what that symbol might have been. You do get the idea that this something magical has taken place in this room. So, you know, the, and it's probably got something to do with portals or with summoning or something along those lines. Look, there's no magic here, but I would think that this is a um, summoning portal and they're bringing him here for a short period of time to feed him, uh, getting him powerful enough for, what did they say, the arrival of Skills Gig the Devourer? Pharaoh of Reason or something the, like that. Yeah, and the, you, you are right. I think he was called a ghoul at some point. Maybe we misheard or misunderstood. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. We were listening through a door. It's true. It's true. Maybe it's a girl. Maybe they're saying he was cool. Cool. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Let's it's keep a, moving, boys. He's so cool. Anything else to find in this room? Big perception check. Okay. Make your perception checks. Seven for Miles. 23 for Reg. 17 for Flopsy. Reg, you are looking through the bones, uh, just going through the detritus that's left through there. You can, you're pulling out- Ooh, um, a femur. You're pulling out bits of clothes and bits of cloth. You see a couple of old watch uniforms that have been ripped apart in here. Um, you know, that remnant tatters. You actually find an old watchman's badge that's got bite marks and- It's got rip, a number on it. And wrens in it. It's it's chewed up, I guess, is the best way. So, as if you've somebody's put it in their mouth and like crunched on it for a while so it's kind of it's got bite marks in it it no longer resembles your badge yeah. but it looks very similar to okay. that you can um, just make out the words thundercrack <laughs> but but you also find a couple of items amongst the uh the bones as well you find a, a very nice looking dagger a dagger that's uh obviously been well made well crafted someone's put a lot of time and effort into making it nice you find a necklace that's made of silver you find a couple of uh, stones that are in a little uh, carry box um, that look like they might have at one point been cufflinks, like a cufflink box. And you also find a bracelet, a pendant, and you find a little case with small um, aromatic sticks in there that look like incense. Hmm. You're a flopsy. Look what I find. Can I take that silver necklace off Reg? And I want to throw it to uh, Jorik and say, what do you make of this? Mm-hmm. I throw it to him. I, I'm a carpenter. I don't make. It? I don't make things out of uh, out of metal. Does he catch it? Does he catch it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, cool. Flopsy's going to do it. Oh, I see what you're trying to do. <laughs> that was way too subtle for me, there, Lindsay. <laughs> Flopsy's going to do a, uh, make a metal note to appraise that later, as in off air, and then um, there's nothing mm-hmm. magical. Let's come back to it later. Yep, there's nothing magical here at all. Just make your appraise check, Brett. Actually, no, I make the appraise checks. What's your appraise? Uh, Plus eight. Okay, perfect. Um, next to everything, Masterwork Dagger. Mm-hmm. Necklace is worth 150 GP. The cufflinks are worth about 100 each, like the, the bits of jade in the necklace. So 255 GP for the bracelet. The pendant has a pearl on it that you think's worth about 200 GP. What a pearler. And the incense are worth, there are 10 sticks of incense. And you actually think that, that each one of these sticks is worth about 10 GP. 
They're very, Crikey. they're very, very uh, exotic. Ah, pumpkin spice. <laughs> yeah, scary spice. <laughs> All right, carry on. There's nothing left in here. Dead end room, no other doors. Surely that expensive. They're posh spice. <laughs> Directly across the way from this room is another door and you come out to the corridor. So you've got a couple of options that you can go. You can see that the corridor leads further down, not the way you came, but further into the complex. Um, And there's a door that you can see with your light at the end of this corridor, but you can also see the corridor bends around. Again, it's the second right-hand turn. So you think that you've come sort of in a bit of a a C shape at least, if not a square, but there is a door that is directly opposite this door. Let's check all doors. I don't want more zombies coming out. Do you want to listen? Yeah, and and check for traps. Great. Mm -hmm. Listen. Door protocol. Breaching protocol one. Sound check. All right. (laughs) Anybody that's doing a sound check. Sibilance, sibilance, one, two. Uh, Anyone that's doing a a perception, just roll your checks. Eight for Miles. 19 for Reg. And 23 for Flopsy. He's also checking for traps. Perfect, and Saloni uh, ha- is taking a big wad of hair out of her ears by the looks of things. You don't hear anything. I don't know. She rolled really <laughs> badly. I rolled a natural one. <laughs> a big wad of hair out of her ears. Did you want to do the trap check roll? Uh, yes, I will do the tra- track far out. I will do the trap checking roll. I'm going to use this new dice that I bought. I don't even know what company that's it's from, but there is a bone dragon in place of the 20. Nice. My perception is plus seven. You detect no traps. Should be clear. Did you guys see? Sorry, I'm going to sidetrack this with something cool I saw the other day. You can get dice made out of bones of humans from retired medical skeletons. Gross. Oh, that is fucking gross. <laughs> so you can get like a, like a, a bone made out of a skull of a retired that is some medical dark, skeleton. Dark Reaper, shit. bone seven. Let's go. <laughs> It'd be better if it was uh, retired adventurers. <laughs> should we look in this room? Yeah, let's do it. Right. Yeah, we go through the door. So I was going to say, do you want to? Should we, yeah, the door protocol. Should we do the same gig that we did at the last door? You swing it open. Great idea. Yep. Dark behind me. Guess yep. by ready. All right. So you open this door into another. Again, there's no light in here. But as your light spins, Reg, because I assume you're sort of at the front leading the charge. Um, the room resembles a meat locker, although without the hanging sides of beef, there are there. It is very bare. You see dozens of those wicked metal-looking hooks that were in the ceiling that were on the tracks when you first came in that the two goblins are currently uh, affixed to. They're dangling from the ceilings here, but they don't move around. So essentially they would bring big haunches of meat in and then hook them up. Um, several of these hooks bear dried bloodstains. But no meat in here? Nothing. Detect magic? Nothing. Quick search in the room? Yep. Everyone? I'm going to go for a nothing coming next, right? 17. 26 for Reg. Five for Miles. I rolled something better, but then Miles I tried to see what it is. today, right? Because yeah. <laughs> my dice are so hard to read. I rolled something better, and I tried to pick it up, and it rolled down the <laughs> down my tray, and I lost it, so I had to roll again. Reg, you're walking around the room, and you see, like, you know, the, the drips of blood and that kind of stuff, but you, right. you walk past the, the wall at one point, and stuck inside the wall, you can see a bit of cloth. You pull that cloth out of the wall, and you can see it's, a, it's again, a watchman's uniform that's been ripped that looks like it's got a blood stain on it, but it looks like someone was dragged in here and tried to uh, tried to grab onto the wall and part of their clothes were ripped off um, as if, and there you can see a couple of claw marks as if like a hand scratched the wall being put in. You see Flopsy go a little bit green <laughs> as he starts to put two and two together and he's thinking... Of all the things he's eaten recently at those taverns, if any of that meat's come from Venvirk's <laughs> Meatworks, perhaps it wasn't the purest beef or lamb or pork that he was not. hoping it was going to be. Pocket. <laughs> hot pockets yeah, have no kno- meat in them. Who knows what's in a hot pocket? Well, not human. That's what he's worried about. How do you know? So Lil, Lil Reg is thinking, like, the gnome mentioned something about making the guy making people do things. And we've had lots of watchmen, so say. That people are at a district. So these, he's thinking, are these, are these, were these actually watchmen or were they people pretending to be watchmen? What he's not the, so sure now. What were the zombies wearing? 
The zombie the that were just in rags. So we couldn't tell if they were watch uniforms or no. nothing. Okay. Can we not do like a jigsaw thing here? No, they they look like they were dug up. Okay. So they they actually look like decomposed corpses. I wonder if he's been compelling watchmen to come in, mm. taking the uniforms off them, feeding the watchmen to girls' oh, gig, makes, and mm. then taking over the like you know. Sorry, we're watchmen here, and we came of our own free will. We, we just we, need to be ordered here to become here. We are extraordinary, though. <laughs> Let's keep moving, boys. I'm getting. Uh, I'm getting. I'm getting the release. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm not. I'm not trying to give you a little bit more information, but have you ever pondered the possibility that this entire place is uh, predicated on luring Watchmen in so that they can kill them? Yeah, but I'm trying to figure out. That's and guess what, what, what you three are. What Miles is trying to figure out is: is it the crimes committed to lure the Watchmen, or is it literally the Watch itself that is sending us here? As a, like, you think Thundercrack is in on this? I've been thinking that for a while, but I've found shitty sense motives. So that's why I'm starting to be curious. Like, you know, he has no other watchmen working for him at the moment. There, 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 let me be clear on that. There are other watchmen. It's a skeleton crew. Yeah, because oh, so you guys, oh, you guys, oh, <laughs> not a zombie crew. Yeah, you, guys, crew. you guys keep saying you're the only watchman. You're not the only watchman, but the the majority of the force has yeah. been stood down at this point because. People are acting erratically and they don't know who to trust. So, really, the watch is filled with new recruits. And we're the PDP. There's other precincts out there. Hmm. Yeah. But this is the area that services this watch, services true, this area. True. And that's what I'm wondering. I'm wondering, are we our skeleton crew? Because they're literally a skeleton crew. Yes. Uh, good point, Miles. Um, take some pondering. We can, never, we can trust no one but each other. I've never mistrusted. Well, sometimes you say you can't trust me. Um but I've never mistrusted Thundercrack. Interesting, interesting. I shall think on this. Cool. As let's we keep, move along. Let's keep moving, boys. You get to the next door. So you move down the corridor. From here, you can see there's only uh, two doors that lead this corridor that does a bit of a switchback. There's uh, both of the doors you haven't been through. The first one is at the end of that corridor that I described earlier. And then this actual corridor goes around the corner and terminates at a door as well, a shut door. We just do listening protocol and breaching mm-hmm. protocol on each of those doors. Yep. In order. Cool. Make your perception checks. 20 for Little Reg. Nine for Miles. 23 for Flopsy. Yeah, you don't hear anything. So you don't detect anything. You open the door. Oh, wait. You don't think there's traps on the door either. You open the door to to this next room and you find uh, a smell that is uh, unlike all the others in here. It's more aromatic. It's a little bit nicer as you, uh, but it's got that hint of rot that's under it as you walk into a filthy kitchen with cookware, dirty plates, piles of unwashed utensils. You can see some sacks of flour. You can see two big kegs that are presumably full of some some type of liquid that stand in one of the corners of, of this area as well. There's a big bucket or a, a, not a bucket. A, there's a big barrel full of fresh water in here as well that obviously with a ladle that's off the side of it. But you, you're essentially in a, in a cooking area. Detect magic around the room? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Miles is going to um, investigate. Is there ovens? Yeah, there's ovens. Let's start off with investigating the ovens. Mm-hmm. Miles puts his head straight into an oven, turns the gas on. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, looking around the room, just do a perception check for searching the room. 16. 21 for Reg. 16 for Flopsy. Yeah, the, the it's it's a regular kitchen. There's nothing. You don't find anything that's crazy. I, What's no, in the big barrels? The big bar, the kegs. Yeah, uh, you think uh, by the smell of them, beer, ale, some type of uh, alcoholic beverage, mead, maybe. Right, note this place to come back you'd- and pick up the ale on the way. <laughs> out yeah, yeah you would. Ha- you'd have to tap the keg in order to, to find out. But oh, we'll yeah, tap the, the best. Keg. Best bet is some type of alcohol. Is there a bite to eat that we can give to Jorik? Uh, unless, unless you want to actually cook something. Like it looks like they, there's no. enough there to cook some flatbreads or some that kind of stuff. But there's no, you certainly, no cheese or anything. You like certainly that. wouldn't want to eat too much from in here. It doesn't look like there's a larder in here can we at all. Try and sense where the rot's coming from. Uh, from the unwashed. Oh, right. Utensils from the gotcha. yeah, it's just it's a very dirty kitchen. It's gotcha, uh, gotcha, gotcha. unlike many other places in here. This kitchen it ain't grand. And the smell, the nice smell, uh, is from so like the flour and from the, the the remnants of cooking. Yep, it smells like rotten muffins in here. Let's go. <laughs> I'm <wrong with> you. 
Right, onwards and upwards. To the next door. Yep, you make uh, you make your way to the next door. Yep, just do your uh, checks. Ooh. Again, you determine no traps. Six. 29. 25. I'd like to stop for a second. What is going on with you, Lindsay? What are these yeah. rolls? We're getting them out of the way now. I don't need them. We're getting them out of the way now, yeah. I'm not wow. the that is guy. like the, the third or fir- fourth, like six Sub or seven. Ten. Yeah, I that's... think it's because my, my, my tray's not flat. I think it's because <laughs> you're looking at Selene's butt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never do well on perception. Usually a negative one, but this time it's a plus one, but, you know. The door itself, uh, you you got to open it and it's- it, it doesn't budge. I will disable device. It feels like something might be jamming it from the other side. Mm. Can I disable device? It's not a device to disable. You'd have to, you think you might have to strength check. Like Is it something, jam? something looks like uh, they've put something on the other side, maybe, or somebody's barricaded it from the other side. I'll, I'll give it a go for us, Reg. All good, mate. That's only a 11. An 11, but you see Miles kind of flex a little bit and try and push, but his feet just slip in the floor. He can't gain purchase on it. Reg, have a go now, please. Yep. No. <laughs> 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 I, was, I was hoping that would have been a great moment, yeah, you but no, into, I rolled a four. <laughs> you went into that and you're like, oh, I hope this works. <laughs> Fuck. All right, gentlemen, <laughs> it appears ladies first. Oh, you want Saloni to give it a go? Before Flopsy does, yes. Natural one. All she right. breaks her arm. Why don't Why don't we all do this together? I've got one other thought before we do. Well, she means push the door open. Okay, <laughs> Jorik, you're a carpenter. <laughs> Any ideas? I could uh, I could cut this door up if you like. There's a saw in the other room. Just a. It'll take some while. But all right, everyone together. Noise. Ready for a push. All right, who's going to take the lead on the yeah. push? Reggie. Reg will. Yeah. <laughs> Flopsy will aid. Okay, so Reg, you're taking the lead in this push. So Reg rolled a 20. Well, got a 20. Okay, you get a plus two from Saloni. Okay. So and from Flopsy. Miles does not. Aid. So 24 in total. 24 in total. Is you- Miles pulling? Or <laughs> <laughs> It's like, have you tried the lock? <laughs> That's why he's looking at Saloni's asshole. Miles, can you please? That is not what you need to push. <laughs> The door makes a a squeak and a squeal as whatever is on the other side starts to move. You push the door open successfully, breaching into a light that comes uh, from the other side. That acrid smell of acid um, reveals itself just before you see the first of those pits that you were More acid from, pits. The, from no it's the same room so you oh. come back around oh. and, oh, the and, goblins can, still hanging and there? you can see the other door that you went through uh, it looks like somebody's come through and put uh barricades like they've pushed um some some crates and barrels and stuff on the other side of both of these doors to barricade them since we've been through yeah are the, are the goblins still there the goblin with that spat that's not this area. Oh, okay. So right. this is where you fought the goblin that spat at you that yep. fell in that was, okay, into yep. the pond. Is it worthwhile taking Jorik back to the exit, getting him out of here? Yeah, I think so. We yeah. could yeah. do that without having collateral damage. Just asking, Justin, mm-hmm. is that a mm-hmm. there's a way back, right? Mm-hmm. Jorik, can you go to uh go get some backup for us? Go see Thunderback. Well, we've got to walk him. We're not leaving him right here. Yeah, we've got to send him to the, yeah. at least to the grill and the grate, get him out past yeah, that once, trap. Once we get you past there, you, you go back to our precinct, you you report this. Saloni yeah. agreed. Jorik agreed. Yep. Great. They're fine with it. There shouldn't be a problem getting Jorik out of here, but you what what I guess you, you notice is you're doing a bit of a mental calculation and you don't recall this side of the complex having anything that you haven't gone through. You think you've gone through most of the doors. The only area really that you haven't explored yet, as you came in and went around the corner, instead of uh, going to your left, which that big pit blood room, the, you haven't really explored that room it's in its entirety, but you've done every other passageway and you've gone into the room where they, they grabbed all of the uh, skins. There was that big pile of skins room. Then you found the room with the dumbwaiter kind of contraption in it, which was adjo- is adjacent to this room as well. But just where, where you first hung those goblins up, maybe there's a little bit in there that you haven't seen. Back to that area, get rid of Jorik, explore that room, checking for other disturbances or resettings on the way, making sure we're not taking anything for granted. Let's do it. 
when Jorick walks out, the the goblins see Jorick and they become a little more agitated. They're awake at this point in time and they start wiggling around. They can't do anything. It's it's pretty, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're pretty helpless up there, right? Yeah, they are. So it's an impotent rage. I didn't want to use that word because I didn't want Luke to laugh. <laughs> so, I do have some control. Yeah. Some. <laughs> The, they walk past. Jorik, Jorik would say to you, thank, thank you very much. I, I'll not forget this. I'll not forget this at all. Go immediately back to the precinct, the CDP and uh, PDP, and mm. check in. Yep. Make a report. Can you just make a percentage a roll, please, as Jorik makes his way through the field of cows? No. 14. <laughs> Fuck. You hear a bit of a the the cows kind of get a bit agitated, even from where you are. You hear and stomp, stomp, clam, clamber, and it is very audibly noticeable that the that something the the cows have reacted to to Jorik. I mean, they already know we're here. They know they're coming. resetting the thing. Oh, I thought he was going to get squished. That was the thing I was worried about. He's free. Right, let's get on it. Let's go <laughs> back on in into that blood room. Check it out. Carry on. It's either this room or the dumb waiter. It's a very rude thing to call a waiter. You move your meagre light source. Flopsy, you see most of, of this as you walk into that room, but the, your meagre light source actually shows you that there's a corridor that, that is behind a false wall that you would have had to walk all the way down here before you see it because it kind of it's a switchback, I guess, is the best way to describe it. You stick your head around the switchback and the first thing that you notice is that there is a set of stairs there that are going upwards. The stairs are rickety, they're old, and they're wooden. Where does the dumbwaiter in relation to these stairs come out? Uh, the dumbwaiter is further in to the complex. I'll do a quick perception in the room before we go to the stairs and a quick detect magic. Okay. Uh, I got a poop. Hey. Are you talking? Are you talking? Um, are you talking the room with all the blood? That's the- it. Yep. Yeah. Just want to make sure there's no secret rooms or anything we've missed on the way sure. through. Sure. All right. What'd you get? I've got a pooper. 20 plus 7 is 27. Perfect. So you see, again, you're, you're, by the time Flopsy's finished here, he's just covered in blood as he feels all the walls that are slick with slime and grossness. Yeah. Um, but you do not uncover anything further. Well, then he'll do a quick detect magic around the room. And he'll try and do that as we leave every room once we've finished mm-hmm. in there. Just yep. do a quick perception, quick detect magic, make sure nothing's left behind. Yeah, nothing. So we're just going to float the South Hair Ridge. Fancy a trip in the dumbwaiter. In the what? The, the wet dumbwaiter. Not really, mate, no. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I'm more interested in these stairs here. Well, the dumbwaiter goes up to the next floor. Just worried about splitting the party in that instance. That's how they get food from... Oh, no, 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 yeah, I yeah. hear what you're saying. I don't, I, I think... Unless we could all go in the dumbwaiter, and I don't think we could No, fit. I just thought we, you know... Well, I'm planning... Reg is thinking about using the boots to go up the wall of the stairs rather than actually on the stairs because... The, the description of rickety did not fill me with a sense of stealthiness. It's true. Two of us can do that. Mm. Yeah, you very much think that these stairs are not going to be uh, silent walking up them. That was kind of why I thought maybe the dumb way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Alternate way that you can- Look- Surprise, uh, Ultimately, Sloane and I are going to have to get up there at some- But if I, can, if I can skate it out a little bit. Absolutely. Check it out. Yep. Cool. Let's do, do that then. Do you want me to come with? Uh, sure, yeah. Okay. How's your stealth? <laughs> Number one. Number one. I am number one at stealth. I am the number one stealthiest person on my farm. It says one right here on my sheet. I can never find myself when I'm hiding. Mm. Just remember, Saloni says to you, if you get caught, just pretend you're on a lover's walk. It's true. <laughs> right. Are we doing this, Tim? So yeah, we walk up, we're activate up, the boots. Up, uh, activate the boots. Okay, you up. activate the boots. You walk up the flight of stairs. The stairs aren't huge. Uh, they they basically switch back again, and they go uh, probably about 20 to 30 feet of movement is all it takes for you to get to the top. We're doing it stealthily? To the yep. top level. Is there any point in me rolling? I did all right. Okay. What's your stealth checks? I wrote a 13. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I got a total of 18. Perfect. So you get to the very top of the stairs. You uh, you have a light source on you because that's the only way both of you can see. The light source opens up onto a small kind of 
an end room, I guess, an antechamber that that the stairs lead up to, like a, a level landing is probably the better word for it. The landing itself has two doors uh, that breach off of the uh, landing. One of the doors is probably a little more uh, decorative than the other one. The other one looks uh, very industrial. And you're kind of looking up the corridor with where your light sees and you, you are smacked with a recognition You've been in this corridor. This is the corridor that you walked down to get to the office when you went in to see Averne. Yeah, Miles, go tell the others it's okay to come up. Okay. And slowly. Let's go back down. Mm-hmm. We're going to come up five foot at a time, very, very carefully and slowly, trying not to make too much noise. All right. Um, I'm going to, because I love how Lindsay's rolling today, I'm going to get Lindsay to roll for oh, Saloni. not fair. And I'm going to get you to roll for Flopsy. Let's make your uh, move silently stealthy check. Is there a modifier that you're applying to this? Yes. Sense? Is it substantial? Saloni's not bad at stealth. What's yeah. a modifier? Oh, fucking like you need it. I just won. What did you get? 17. 17. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Saloni goes onto the balls of her feet and walks at the very edges of each step so that not walking in the middle. There's a couple of creaks, so but they're, they're not quite large uh, enough for people to be able to hear them. Flopsy, what did you get? 21. To even voice. Flopsy, you see her do that and you kind of follow in the same footsteps, getting up into the into the next landing. With your dark vision, Flopsy, you can see even further up the corridor. You can see that there are three doors. So that office that you uh you went in the first time, mm-hmm. there are th- two more doors on that same side, and then there's a little kind of a, a mezzanine um balcony. It's, it's not exactly. It's just where the corridor opens up for the stairs. Um, and there's a, a very rudimentary industrial style door here, but you very much recognize that first door that you went in where the office is. And you you just make a perception check for me, all of you. 12 for Reg. Dirty 20 for Miles. Nice work, Miles. Flopsy can't perceive anything. He just wants to get in there and move the papers around in Vern's office. That's all he wants to do. Miles, mm-hmm. you think you catch the sound of murmurs, like as if people are talking in the distance. Just the, that, that you know, not, not enough to hear the words that they're saying, but enough to hear that there is speaking happening further up the corridor. And we'll find out what that is. Next time. Oh, oh, they're all talking about rhubarb down yeah. there. I'm so happy we offloaded that name. That would have yeah, been a, that would have been very nervous about that. <laughs> I was so nervous. At one point, I thought that might have been PR. I was like, oh, I was, that's PR up on that wall. Oh, oh, I geez, we healed up. That, yeah. do, you, do you mean Jorick, the, uh, the one foot stomper? I, I was determined it was that sort of thing. That was the guy that unlocked the Pokemon zombie. Do you think he was a vampire? Though, each I'm, I'm very skeptic of everyone. I just think everyone's in on this. We're, we're just going to get killed. Yeah, I've been looking at Flopsy a bit weirdly too. Yeah, yeah we keep lighting up fun. It's true. <laughs> it's a purifying fire. Make sure you're not undead.